Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. From Backpage, my name is Neil White and this is an end of season wrap for Between the Lines, our podcast that tells the stories behind great sports writing. With me is the other half of Backpage, Martin Gregg, and we're going to just look back on the podcast that we produced for Between the Lines this season, a few other pieces of sports content that have caught our eye, and we're going to maybe ask a favour or two of you guys as well. Uh, so we wrapped the second season of Between the Lines today, actually, as we record this, with a mini documentary that Martin wrote and produced about possibly the most beloved football book, The Miracle of Castel de Sangro by Joe McGuinness. Martin, do you want to talk a bit about uh, what inspired you and the sort of work that went into especially tracking down Joe's widow, Nancy? This probably stretches back a couple of years. I mean, obviously, I read the book back in the day and then I took the notion to reread it and I was just struck by how astonishing the story was. There's so much drama involved in it and the character of McGuinness is just so outlandish almost. I just thought it would be really interesting to, to hear how this you know, very unique individual pitched up in this tiny Italian town. And to my great ignorance, I didn't realise that Joe McGuinness passed away in 2014 from prostate cancer. So I thought, well, how else would I piece it together? So I managed to track down his widow, Nancy, Nancy Doherty. We set up a Skype call and we did about a half an hour record on the book. And, and she just gave gave me chapter and verse on on the quite astonishing tale of... of what went on, you know, kind of behind the scenes and how Joe walked out in this huge advance to write a book on O.J. Simpson to, to you know, travel to Italy and instead write a book on Castel de Sangro. Everywhere I turned, there was, there was more interesting aspects to the, to the story behind the story. It's been a busy old year and I kind of left it lying for, for about 12 months, but then when we were doing this, the second season of Between the Lines, I thought it would, I would dust it down again, and and we had another go at it, and reread the book again, and yeah, it's just it's just been a really interesting experience because the book itself is so unique, and I didn't anticipate the story behind it being so uh, incredible as well. So really glad to get it out there. Yeah, it's one of the. I mean, every time you read people talking about this favourite sports books, especially favourite football books, it's always there. It's always in the conversation, and when we were trying to dig out. Um, a little bit of background on the research side for this podcast. I came across an old piece from 442 that was a list of the best football books of all time and they had asked a bunch of writers to name their favourite and the one that kept coming up time and time again was was The Miracle of Castel de Sangro. So it was a great job. I hope as many of you as possible have listened to that. If you haven't, you should check it out. It is the thing below this podcast on the feed. As Martin said, it's been a, a really busy year for us at Backpage. We have done tons of audio and we've also published two books this year. So the first one that we brought out was A Child of Between the Lines. In the first season of Between the Lines, 
I interviewed Ben Reiter from Sports Illustrated about a great piece that he wrote on the Houston Astros, who he had been embedded with at a time when they were basically the worst team in the history of baseball and predicted that they would win the World Series in 2017, which they did. So we were looking back on that prediction piece from the vantage point of their victory in 2017. It was, it was kind of obvious at that point that, that there was a book in Ben's story and he did go on to write Astro Ball. And because we had stayed in touch with him, we got the rights for the UK and it was our absolute privilege to bring Ben's book to a UK audience around about the same time as they were marching on towards our second appearance at the World Series in three years in the 29 series, which they eventually lost at home in the decisive Game 7. Nonetheless, a fantastic experience, a wonderful book. It is a wonderful book. Um, we, we hummed and hawed for, for a long time to decide whether we could land it for a UK audience. And we worked really hard to try and get the point across that this wasn't a baseball book. This, this transcended the sport and it had crossover for lots of different sports, particularly professional football. There's lots of crossovers between the Astros model and, for example, Liverpool and the type of recruitment and analysis that they do. So it was it was a really interesting project. One thing that people always mention to us when we talk about books is book sales. And book sales seems to be this kind of great unknown. Uh, authors never seem to know how many books have sold and publishers never seem to tell anybody. But um, I'll tell you how many Astro Balls sold. Uh, we did a 1500 print run and I just looked there and we have 240 copies left two weeks before Christmas. So probably by early in 2020, we'll be looking to reprint that. And you know, I don't know how you feel about it, Neil, but I, I consider that to be not a company changing financial success yeah. for us, but um, I'm really pleased to have sold that many copies. Well, when we decided to go for it, we knew that it was never going to be the book that bought our, um, our holiday homes. In, in the Virgin Isles. There, there are much bigger reasons for us to get involved with, with Ben and, and to publish Astro Ball. I thought it would be great kind of reputationally for us. I just thought it was a book that should be published in the UK. And I thought it had a chance of getting some awards recognition for Ben uh, at something like the Worm Hill Sports Book of the Year Awards, uh, which it didn't this year. But nevertheless, for it to hit our ceiling of our sales expectations, given that it's a baseball book, in the UK is, is fantastic. I'm really delighted and I'm, I'm delighted for Ben as well that the feedback from the book has been so positive. Our second book was um, a different kettle of fish. It was Pep's City, which you guys may know about if you've been listening to um, Between the Lines. Martin did a two-hander, uh, he and I did the first part of the podcast on Pep's City. And the second one was an interview that Martin did with one of the two authors of the book, Paul Ballas. So, I mean, that's a, a, a book that is almost without peer when it comes to the level of access that Paul and Lou had to an elite football club, Manchester City in this case. Martin, the sales for that one are kind of always moving, especially around about sort of Christmas time. So we don't, we don't really know where we are with that yet. But how have you felt about the, um, the sort of buzz, the publicity and the feedback? Well, I mean, certainly we can we can judge the sales initially, and the first print run sold out very quickly, and, and we did another couple to to try and fulfil demand in between now and the end of the year. So, so yeah, it's going to be a good a good seller for us, and I think it will be a, an important book in in football literature going forward. I think it's one of these kind of must read books. I think if you if you write 
about football or you're you're interested in, in football, you, you almost kind of have to read it because the level of access it has, not just to Pep Guardiola, but his backroom team and the, the major players in that dressing room, contains stuff you kind of need to know, I think, um, which is quite similar to the Pep Confidential book that we published in 2015. I think we've told the author stories quite well because obviously Lou has this long-standing relationship with Pep and Paul um, fitted into the jigsaw really nicely as well. So I feel like we've told the author stories quite well and because of that, people have got an idea in their head of the type of book it is. Daniel Taylor gave us a lovely quote for the book. It was in the Irish Times Sports Book of the Year. Gregor Townsend, the Scotland head coach, rugby head coach, got in touch and he loved the book as well. So yeah, it's been an interesting process. All right, we'll quickly move on. Um, we want to give you a couple of recommendations. Martin's on books, I'm on podcasts. Do you want to go first? The one book that stuck out for me this year has been by Wright Thompson, the famous US sports writer, who I think is probably my favourite sports writer. I mean, I just love just about everything he does. His book is like a, a compilation of writing called The Cost of These Dreams. And he does these huge big set piece articles on you know people like Tiger Woods, uh, Michael Jordan. There's an incredible one on this boxer who fought Ali uh, and then turned into a bit of a ghost. And, and Wright Thompson goes in search of him over the course of about a decade. The title is not insignificant either. The cost of these dreams hints at the the human cost of professional sport and how it lends itself to dysfunction. Um, and I think that's viewed through the prism of someone like Tiger Woods or someone like Michael Jordan, who, you know, when you actually spend time in their company, a lot of time, as Wright Thompson does, you see how highly dysfunctional they are. And, and to me, I just found that really, really fascinating. We did try and get Wright on between the lines, but I played chase with him for about a week, and I think he was working on a project, and we couldn't manage to get it together. But if there's one thing I'm going to achieve in 2020, <laughs> is to get Wright Thompson on between the lines. Yeah, Wright's been um, a sort of spectral figure around the development of Backpage for years and years and years. I'm going to give you a podcast recommendation. I think this mm, series may have bridged 2018, 2019, but I definitely discovered it early this year. And it's a six-parter from the fantastic Freakonomics team um, in the States that sort of broadly looks at every angle of sort of where economics crosses over with societal politics. And they frequently dip into sport and they produced a mini-series of six called The Hidden Side of Sport. So you should definitely dig this out. That Every single one of them is fantastic. One crosses over um, brilliantly with The Cost of These Dreams. It's called Not Just Another Labour Force, and it deals exactly with the high stakes for pro sports people, the dysfunction, the forced early retirement, um, you know, the, the tight earnings window that they've got before the talent level dips. It's really, really interesting. I mean, the stuff on what it's like inside the huge sports industrial business side of things. There's a fantastic episode where the producer embeds himself with the San Francisco 49ers. Very interesting time in their modern history. And there's one called Here's Why You're Not an Elite Athlete, in which a series of elite athletes breaks down what separates them from you and me. And it's all fantastically told, wonderfully well produced. I love Freakonomics and... Um, you should check out their stuff. Okay, can I just finish up by asking one thing of our audience and it is to leave a review of Between the Lines on whatever podcast platform you listen to it. 
um, I had a look on Apple yesterday and it's got 4.6 out of 5 rating. There is one guy who left a message saying uh, he enjoyed the podcast but we needed to sort out the sound. Now this review dated back about 13 months and I think since then we emphatically have sorted out the sound. Uh, I keep bumping it higher and higher and higher because I use what I describe as a London tube test and I think if you can't hear it as you go through a loud tube tunnel then you've got a problem so um, we try and bump it up as much as possible so hopefully that listener is now satisfied but yeah we'd really appreciate if you could just take a moment even just to leave some stars you don't need to write anything just leave some stars because we don't earn anything from the podcast we just do it because we love sports writing and we want to tell a bit of our own story and the stuff that inspires us so yeah that would be my 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 christmas plea to the listenership Yes, as 2019 becomes 2020, the um, digital economy in which we all operate, reviews like that, reviews like that are increasingly important. So please, please do leave a review for this podcast somewhere. That would take you 30 seconds and it would really make a difference to us. And if you have read a back page book this year, then please go to the, um, the, the Death Star of online retail and leave a review of the book because that too helps us out, doesn't cost you anything and it takes next to no time. That all said, thank you very much for listening to this season of Between the Lines. We hope that you have a, a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Have a wonderful Christmas and if you would like us to follow up on anything that inspires you, then please drop us a line if it's a book, if it's a long form piece of journalism. If it's a documentary, anything at all. Anything at all, then please drop us a line. You can get us at backpage at backpagepress.co.uk and we'll try and chase it up. Thanks a lot. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.